Welcome to Pick LJ Podcast, your official Gilmer Chamber podcast. Join us as we dive into local businesses and events that make Gilmer County special. Now let's find out what's happening in LJ today. Welcome in everyone to the Pick LJ Podcast. Today we're joined by one of the original crew, the president and CEO herself, Jennifer Grimmer. It's good to see her again. Jennifer, how are you doing? Very good. How are you? Doing fantastic. It's good to be back on with one of the original crowd. And it's time for one of North Georgia's biggest events. That is the Apple Festival. You guys have been working really hard to get ready for this. We certainly have. Actually, Natalie would have loved to be here today, but she is underwater with vendors and all the logistics for Apple Fest. So she's happily working away on that. And so I um, decided that I needed some ace of time and would love to share all of the fun stuff going on this October. It's the Apple Fest and everything before and after October in LAJ is, you know, our busiest month of the year. And there's a lot going on more than ever, I'd say. Let's start with some basics. What are the dates this year? So the festivities begin earlier in October. There's a lot going on, but the actual Apple Festival dates, that is the big festival at the fairgrounds in Gilmer County, um, are always the second and third weekends of October. So this year, that is October 14th and 15th and October 21st and 22nd. Tell me about some of the events we can expect. So I heard there's going to be a car show and a 5K and stuff like that. Tell me about the car show. Sure, absolutely. So the car show is going to be on the first Saturday. So the festivities really begin on Saturday, October 7th. That is the Cherry Log Fall Festival here in Gilmer County and also the Pick and Concert Series at Kusawati. So those two things are Saturday, October 7th. Sunday, October 8th is also the second day of the Cherry Log Fall Festival. And then the Gilmer Arts have a play on that Sunday, October 8th. Then the next weekend, that's the first official weekend of the Georgia Apple Festival and the Apple Arts Festival. That's the sister festival downtown LJ. So both of those are going on the 14th and 15th and then 21st and 22nd. That first Saturday, October 14th, you've still got the Cherry Log Festival. Uh, You have the Apple Festival 5K run at 8 a.m. that morning. You have the Apple Festival car show that's going on. You've got the Apple Arts on the Square. That's the sister festival downtown. That one is dog friendly as opposed to the big festival, which is not. Then you've got the Apple Festival Parade. And so that's the only time that the parade happens. It's only one Saturday. And traditionally, it has been on the second Saturday, uh, but it was moved to the first Saturday for a variety of reasons, mostly public safety requests. Um, we're happy to, to oblige. So that starts at 10 a.m. on Saturday, October 14th. And that is downtown Ella J. And then on Sunday, the 15th, you've got Apple Arts and the Georgia Apple Festival. And then bouncing forward to the second weekend of festivities, you've got Saturday, October 21st. Again, Apple Arts on the Square, the Georgia Apple Festival, and the Pick and Concert Series is again on that Saturday up at Kusawati. And then at 10 a.m. on that Saturday, October 21st, you have the Apple recipe contest uh, that will be held at the stage down at the festival grounds. Sunday, October 22nd is the last day of Apple Arts on the Square and the Georgia Apple Festival, which we lovingly call Locals Day. That seems to be the day that most of the locals come out. It's also a great day to go for deals because a lot of vendors start marking down things they don't want to haul all the way home. So that's my little secret tip. It also tends to be one of the least busy days. So if you're looking for the least amount of crowds, I would definitely recommend Sunday and the second Sunday. And then the last festival and event for the month of October is that last weekend in October, the 28th and 29th is our Dancing Goats Folk Fest. So October is packed. There's not a single weekend that doesn't have something going on. Tell me again, what time is the parade? 
The parade is at 10 a.m. on the second Saturday, which is October 21st. It'll go right through downtown like most of the parades in LJ go from elementary school through the downtown around the circle and, and back. And for registration, is everybody already, do you still have registration open for any of this or is it closed? No, we are definitely still taking applications. We would love more floats. Um, the theme of the parade this year, fall harvest. So all of the floats will be celebrating, you know, fall colors and the harvest season of LJ. So that's awesome. And we are definitely taking applicants. You can go online to the Gilmer Chambers website, gilmerchamber.com, search the application and and you can also call us 706-635-7400 and get details on how to apply completed applications will go to ron chesluck our tourism director at the downtown welcome center and he'll be in contact with people on where to line up and all of the details for that so we probably won't close parade applicants until a few days before the parade to give everybody a chance to get in that'll be a fun one people always look forward to that parade are there tickets to get into the festival itself? There are. So we don't have necessarily paper tickets. Once you pay your way into the festival, you do get a stamp. So if you leave, you can always come back the day that you paid. It is $10 for adults, but 12 and under are free. And there's a lot of things to do for kids once you get inside. There's a whole kids area with bounce houses and ticketed events. There are camel rides and horseback rides. There's all sorts of vendors that have everything from foam axe throwing to one of them's even doing a cornhole tournament. <laughs> there's entertainment, there's music on the stage again this year, uh, which we've expanded from previous years. So once you're in the festival, there's a lot to be enjoyed that is included in that $10, but 12 you, and under are free. You said something earlier, it was like a apple recipe contest or something like that. Is it just make yeah. anything you can using apples? Kind of, yeah. And that's run by our extension office. So if people want details on that, I would have them email info at gilmerchamber.com and we can send them straight to Nancy, who's managing that. And the apple recipe contest, I think there's different age groups for adults, kids and youth. And I wasn't able to and didn't get asked to be a judge last year, probably running around too much. But I do remember the stage was very popular. That's a popular event. So a lot of kids participate in that. There's apple pies, apple fritters, apple muffins. I saw all sorts of things on the stage that day. So it's a fun thing. And that is the um, second Saturday, October 21st. And that's on the stage in the pavilion right behind the Apple Gate, one of the main gates at 10 a.m. on Saturday. So what would you say that you are looking forward to the most? Oh, well, so this year is going to be different. If you've been coming to Apple Fest, you know, this is the 52nd year. So a lot of people have been coming literally for decades. They're going to notice some differences. We invested in better sound. So the sound will be pumped out through the whole area. We had a little bit of that last year, but this year we've completed the project. We added more power. So there are more vendors with power, which allow for more food vendors. So you're going to see more variety in food vendors than ever before. I think there's about 10 more food vendors than in the past. Vendors in general have expanded. We've got about 300 vendors now, which is 50 more than two years ago. So that's a lot of new vendors. We also changed the layout to widen the aisles and put more breaks in so people didn't feel so claustrophobic in some of the skinnier aisles getting between all the booths. So uh, we've really tried to improve the grounds, improve the experience, and I think it's going to be successful. I'm I'm excited to see how that all works, of course, from the logistics side. Right. But selfishly, 
I'm excited about eating. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the food is what sounds so good. Oh, gosh. Yeah, the, oh, gosh, the apple dumplings with vanilla ice cream. There's some really cool ones this year. Some new vendors like the Chili Dog, beloved restaurant here in LJ, uh, just bought a food truck and they're participating. They're doing handheld like apple egg rolls fried with dip and cinnamon sugar. Ooh, they're yeah. doing apple smoked sausages and I think they were talking about like apple pizza type of thing with glaze and big open apple pie. Another vendor who's trying to make six inch giant apple flavored gummy bears. And <laughs> I don't know about gummy bears, but okay. I know, right? Was they're getting creative. So, because yeah. one of the things we've heard from people is they really want more apple related stuff because it is an arts and crafts festival, right? You can't pick apples on site. But to instill the appleness into the Apple Festival, we encouraged a lot of our vendors to get creative with what kind of foods they could make, including apples. So I think there's apple French fries, all sorts of fun new apple goodies this year. Awesome. Well, before we go one more time, let's just give dates and times. Sure. Okay. So the official Georgia Apple Festival in its 52nd year will be October 14th and 15th and October 21st and 22nd. And that is nine to six on Saturdays and nine to five on Sundays. And that's $10 for adults, 12 and under are free. And you will want to park uh, usually up at the high school once the parking on site is full. And most of that is handicapped, just FYI. There are shuttles. We have about 12 buses, which is more than in previous years, shuttling people from the downtown festival to the main fairgrounds and to all the parking lots. So we're trying to be more efficient than ever. And I think it's I think it's going to work. Fingers crossed. It's a lot of people in town. We had 65,000 people last year so. Oh, I have no doubt it will be another blowout event. Playing catch up for a second. How's Monty the one horn goat? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, um, since we spoke last, the Misfit Farm has grown quite a bit. Monty's still naughty and adorable at the same time. His sister and brother Tuffy and Rosie are adorable. But now we have Oreo the sheep who came to us from Chateau Maitre and uh, recently little lamb named Odin who came to us from the Mountain Valley Farm Store. So every time there's an animal that needs a home, I'm the sucker. And yeah, I'm they just send them over to so. you. We also got chickens. So I, I bring fresh eggs to the office in the mornings. And it's been fun. We have definitely grown though, much to my husband's eye rolls. <laughs> oh, I'm sure those eggs are great though. They are. And it's really fun. I've never had chickens. I had no idea that they had so much personality. But yeah, we get fresh eggs every morning. I've learned to make souffle and egg salad. And I'm going to try to do a, um, a pasta carbonara, which you need eggs for. So that is my endeavor okay. this weekend. Okay. All right. Also, how's the horse riding going? You still riding around to each of the vineyards? I am. Yep. Duke. Well, it's hard in the summer. It's finally cooled down enough that it'll be a nice weekend for it. But neither of us like... Uh, like it when it's hot in August was a really hot month. I think oh, that's yeah. the hottest month I've experienced living in um, in the North Georgia mountains. So I'm very happy to see fall. I'm bring on the pumpkins and, and pumpkin spice and apple cider and fall colors. I'm ready. I know I am too. Well, thanks Jennifer for being on with me today. Thank you so much, Asa. Hopefully we'll see you there. You got tickets in your name at Will Call. Awesome. I will be there. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Pick LJ podcast. Remember, you'll hear this episode on Thursdays in the 5 o'clock news hour on 101.1 FM WLJA. 
Check out all of our episodes by going to WLJARadio.com, clicking on the podcast tab and finding the Pick LJ podcast. As well, find us on the streaming such as Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and others. Check us out next week. We're going to have on guest Ashley McGowan with the Falls at Blue Ridge, a beautiful new venue up in LJ. Thank you to everyone for listening, and we'll be back again next week. This has been Pick LJ Podcast. To find out more about everything Gilmer County, visit gilmerchamber.com or visit the Gilmer Chamber Welcome Centers at 696 First Avenue, East LJ, or 10 Broad Street in LJ.